Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to the Crazy Black Girl Podcast. This is your host, Shatara Monet, and I am so happy you are here with me today. I know it has been a long time. We are ready for new seasons, new blessings, new levels of healing. And of course, what are we doing? Living our best life because your girl has been living her best life. Sometimes I recognize that... Um, it's okay to step away from the things that you are very passionate about to make sure you are refocused and on yourself. And I'm in a season where I really want to focus on celebrating everything. And I mean, I know that's not really feasible, but what I mean is taking the small moments, making them into big moments, enjoying my life, and really being intentional about my happiness. Because as most of you know, I just recently went through a divorce. And yes, we have so much to catch up on. But first, we got to do what we do. If you are new here, welcome. I am so grateful, so happy, and so blessed. I am a certified mental health nurse, but I am here to help you. I'm transparent about my own mental health. And really, really, really want to just have an open dialogue and discussion and intimate moment with you. Then maybe we can help each other out. You know what I mean? No shame. We can help each other out. Just by talking and having just a conversation. But first, without further ado, we got to take our deep breaths. So we have to think about three things that we are grateful for here on the Crazy Black Girl podcast. I believe gratitude is the anchor for our faith. So once we think about the things we are thankful for, we can be like, man, I believe in, I knew that was coming to pass. I I knew that happened, that God worked that out for me. So let's figure out. And think about what are we grateful for right now. All right, ready? Set, take a deep breath in. I am grateful for you guys absolutely sticking with me through my ups and downs and just listening to me. And hopefully I can help you too. Again, take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. My kids just got promoted to the next grade. Oh my goodness, they're getting so big. And I am just overjoyed by that. Raising kids is tough, (laughs) as you know. All right, take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. I am sitting in a hotel room in California on work trip, but it's definitely a blessing. I get to meet new people, do what I love, which is mental health. So what are you grateful for? I just want you to take another moment just to reflect on a thing, even if it's more than three things. Listen, God didn't make this life for you to suffer. You know what I mean? Like people think we're here to suffer, be all sad and stuff, and we got to struggle. We got to grind. Yes, you will go through trials and tribulation, but God did not put us on this earth to be angry, sad, depressed, and mad. He put us on this earth so we can live in abundance, so we can be happy and live according to his purpose. And you have a purpose. You have a purpose for living your best life. Now, I want to make get this straight. This is not a religious podcast. I am a believer in God. I am a woman who knows that God has been there for me through thick and thin. Like, I can't even ex- tell you. I just know, like, I experienced God for myself multiple times uh, when I was suicidal, when I was depressed, when I thought life was going to be over, when I was at the end of just, like, my rope. I know that God was there and put people, places, and things in my life to recognize that he is there for me. So whatever you believe, this is still the podcast for you. I am a lover of all people. 
in all walks of life. Just wanted to make that clear <laughs> because sometimes um, I think we believe that we have to just talk to one type of audience sometimes when we speak of God and God is for all people. And I just had to be clear about that. So what are we going to be talking about today? Oh my gosh. So your girl just came back from vacation. I went on a cruise. That was interesting. <laughs> I went on a little vacation. Did y'all hear what I said? Vacation. I went on vacation. You know, what's crazy about dating is that like when you're dating, right? A lot of times you are so excited about the person that you're dating, right? And <laughs> you're so excited about the person that you're dating. You are overjoyed that you're with them. And a lot of times you see all the good things that are really going on with that person. And a lot of times I feel like we look for red flags and people right off the bat and get like turned off. And don't get me wrong. There are some signals that just slap you dead in the face and you really need to pay attention to. But I think a lot of times we are really searching for the wrong things in people instead of really just looking into the green flags in people. Everybody has their flaws. Everybody has their ways and things that they need to work on. But what I learned about dating is that, <laughs> well, let me just tell you the story. Y'all, I was challenged, right? So <laughs> in my past previous relationships, I have always had a very strong masculine energy about myself, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm sensitive. I'm hypersensitive, actually. I can be really sensitive. I'm a little sensitive cancer, okay? But I was very masculine because I played a role of a lot of masculine things. You know, like I was raised by women. Yes, they're feminine, but they are also were also very masculine. They have very masculine energies about things they do as far as like working, not having to depend on anybody, figuring out for themselves, being the providers, you know, things of that nature. And I, you know, throughout the beginning part of this year and last into last year you know everybody was like I'm in my soft girl era I'm in my feminine energy and I'm like I don't know what that means I don't know what that means right I don't know what that means to be in your feminine energy because I now I'm an officer in the United States Navy and I have two children I have this I have that I'm a provider x y and z I don't have time to be all soft and you know what I'm saying and I had to really like I and in the relationship I am in now I have to be challenged. I am challenged because I don't have to do that all the time. I don't have to do that around the relationships I have with my friends. I don't have to do that in the relationship I have with my mom. I don't have to do that in the relationship I have with my kids. I don't have to do those things. So it was kind of like very scary to have to step out of the roles that you're used to and step into the roles that you're supposed to be in. Do anybody hear what I'm saying? Sometimes we get so stuck in past roles and past situations, past hurts and past way of thinking and past way of doing things. Then when we get into something new that challenges our thought process, we automatically probably think that's a red flag. Oh, he don't like me for who I am, girl. He don't like that. No, it's like, hey, Shatara, let's figure out a different way of doing this. Don't worry about it. I got you. Ooh, it's nothing sexy than a man saying I got you. Like, for real, y'all, y'all know what that means. But I get challenged specifically in a relation in relationships as far as being just who I am. Just being Shatara. Or in other words, how many of you have been wa- working in those roles as 
the single parent, the one that has to grind. And this is for men and women, because sometimes men have a hard time walking in their feminine energy or their softer side or being vulnerable because men need safe spaces too. Women, we, we got to provide safe spaces for our men as well. We can't, it can't be just one-sided. We live in a society where, oh, girl, if he doesn't provide 100% of pay my bills and all that other stuff and blah, 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 all this social media rhetoric is really leading our families down the wrong path. Now, if that's the way your family does things, there's nothing wrong with that. But we are living in a world of illusion when it comes to relationships. A lot of us are putting our relationships or comparing them to social media without knowing the story. Half of those influence, a lot of those influence that you see that are living their best life are really probably miserable in real life because they're, their relationship is on forefront. They have to create an image to sell. They have to create an image for people to believe. And I can imagine if I had to do anything outside of myself would be exhausting. It will cause some conflict. It will cause some type of issue. So when you are with someone and you're dating, you have to, I, I have learned, you don't have to do anything, but I have learned that you have to find someone not only who is for you, who loves you, who is going to be there for you, who's going to stand by your side, but knows how to communicate healthily. Knowing that you can set some foundational principles in your relationship that can be based on a relationship that doesn't have to be hard. Another thing I realized, relationships doesn't have to be hard. And I realized, like, why do we make relationships so hard? Not to say there's no conflict that's going to come about, but why do we make it so hard? Why? I think a lot of times relationships are not built on foundational principles. Like, you have wedding vows. Those are foundational principles that be supposed to be for your marriage. But as for me personally, I forgot about those things. I said it as a, I think I said my wedding vows out of, repeating or what the person uh, that said him said him, the pastor or whatever. I didn't know what that meant. But now that I move forward in my life, I said, what, is our, what are our foundational principles for our relationship that whatever happens, we can have those as an anchor to our relationship. I also believe that relationships are like ships, right? The more water you let in your ship, it's going to sink. So if you are in a relationship right now or you have a marriage and you're struggling and things like that, what water are you allowing in your ship for it to sink? Are you listening to social media? Are you opening yourself up to cheats? Are you setting yourself up for infidelity? Are Women, are you talking to the guy that you know want to smash about your personal problems that's in a marriage? Trust me, I have done it. Water in the ship. Fellas, are you in those DMs knowing that you're not supposed to be? Knowing that your your wife or your girlfriend or whoever you're with, your partner, may not like that. You're letting water in your ship. Are you comparing your relationships to social media, which you think you know? You're letting water in your ship. Are you and your partner facing the problem together or is it you and him, her, whatever, facing each other? Water in the ship. Your principles, your foundational principles of what your relationship is going to be about is your anchor. So if you have no idea the direction of where your relationship is going, ask your partner, what is the principles of our relationship? What are we building our relationship on? It could be as simple as honesty, communication, 
and having hard conversations, you cannot avoid those hard conversations. It could be about our friendship. No matter what, we are going to we are going to work we're going to cultivate our friendship and not be so heavy on the possession titles of that's my girl, that's my man, that's my wife, that's my because believe it or not, sometimes we get so wrapped up in those titles that we forget about our friendship. Not everybody. But I know I had lost I I was scared to get a divorce because I was so wrapped up in the identity of being a wife versus being Shatara and a wife. I was so wrapped up in the image of this type of how things should look to the outside versus how it really was on the inside. What are your foundational principles? Are you going to celebrate if 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 these things are important to you, you have to talk about it. Because I was told I can't read mind Shatara. And I was like, you're right. You're not a mind reader. So I have to communicate more. Are you guys providing safe spaces for each other in your relationships? Are you aligning yourself with the type of love that you want to receive? If you want to, if you want love, you have to be a vessel of love. So you have to give it. And let me tell you. There's going to be times in your relationship where you want to have to give out more love than you receive. Are you in your relationship for selfish purposes or are you in a relationship for selflessness? Because realistically, relationships and marriage are selfless. There are going to be times where you're going to be giving and you're not going to get anything back because maybe your cup is at an 80 and then your partner's cup is at a 20. So you got to pour a little bit more into their cup. You got to pick up the pieces in their cup. Maybe you may not be at 100% because I don't believe anybody's ever at 100, totally 100%. You might be at 30, your partner might be at 70, and they got to pour a little to you a little bit to fill it at 100%. Oh, and let's talk about percentages, right? These are just things I'm learning while I'm dating and post-divorce. That 80-20 rule, listen, some of you have such good people in your lives, but you feel like you're not fulfilled for the simplest stuff that your partner may or may not do. That 20% that is missing. So you go out into the world looking, again, letting water in the ship for that extra 20%. Let me tell you something that I've learned. That 20% that you're missing has nothing to do with your partner. That has everything to do with you and something that you feel like you need to fulfill. And I say that because we always are looking for a complete. We're always looking for something that is We just equip. We always talk about quality versus quantity. We're always trying to quantify something, especially when it comes to people. But that 20% may have to come from you. Your partner may not do all the things that you want them to do. They're their own individuals. And that's another thing. You have to allow people to grow. You have to let people evolve on their own in their own identity. Relationships shouldn't be so possessive where... I want him to do this. I want him to do that. Yes, have a conversation. 
but people are going to evolve. Your love languages are going to change. People are going to change. And this is why most arguments and most simple things can be handled with a simple conversation. And that's why communication has to be the strongest principle in your relationship. But you go out there, you got that good woman and you out there looking for that, oh, that good man and you out there looking for that 20%, you're only failing yourself because that 20% could be filled by you, which you need. You got to sit back and evaluate what are the things that I really need that I'm willing to risk my whole blessing for. Another thing is I believe a private life is a good life. So on my social media, you probably won't see my partner on there. Right, and I call me and me and my bae, that's my partner, right? There's no underlying tone, that's just what we, I said, we are partners. Everything we do is gonna be a partnership. Yes, that's my man, my man, my man, but that's my partner. So you're rarely going to probably see him on social media. And that is because I recognize the need that I, it's not because that's a secret, everybody knows, supposed to know, but a private privacy and keeping it between us and the people who loves us, the people that's going to pour into us, the people that are going to, you know, really challenge us in our thinking, that's who is important to. Now, later down the line, maybe, but right now, a private life for me is a happy life because I had a struggle where I, back in my old relationships, I used to compare my relationships to social media. So I said for my challenge, I'm going to just take my whole thing off of social media. And another thing is, I really didn't like taking pictures because of how I felt about myself. So there's a lot of things for me personally, not that it's a secret type of thing, but me working through my um, working through my healing process, I'd rather keep it off social media. These are things, I don't know, I really didn't know where I was going with this episode, but I have been um, in a space where I'm, I'm genuinely happy, and I hope you are too. But navigating through myself, especially dealing with other people, cultivating my relationship, cultivating my relationship with my children, cultivating the relationship with my mother, cultivating the relationship with my family, I am learning so much about myself and about my actions that these are the things that I have learned that I had to work on. And sometimes it takes a breakup, it takes a divorce, it takes something like that to make you realize that this needed to be part of your healing process. I believe, I, I listened to something and say, all things work out for, the, for my good. Everything is going to work out for my good. And that's the faith that I had. That's my, 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 that is my core principle for myself because God loves me. And that is the anchor for my faith based off of the good things that are happening. Everything that I prayed for is coming to pass and it has to happen at the right time. But there's work that has to be done. There's things that you have to do to align yourself to be living your fullest life and to live your best life. Because you deserve it. I don't know why I decided to share. This is a long episode. This is almost 20 minutes. This is probably the longest episode I have ever done. Because I just, this are, these are the things that have been going on and I know somebody can benefit from these things. Set some principles in your relationship. Set some standards. Do, get, get some work done in there. Get, get some work done in there. And if you're dating, navigate it in that way. Because I guarantee if you ask somebody what their core values are or what their principles are and they can't give you an answer, 
we got to reevaluate some things. Because we're quick to be like, oh, what could you bring to the table? What could you do that? Listen to their answer. What could you do for me that I can't do for myself? Listen to their answer. Words, people talk. You could tell a lot by how a person responds to your questions. Get to the soul of date. Get to the, when you're dating, get to the root, get to the soul questions. Don't be like, oh my God, what do you like to eat? What do you do to know? How would you, if you was in this situation, how would you handle it? Have you been in therapy? How, what is the worst, what is, what is one of the worst things you've ever been through? How did you work through it? How do you face conflict? These are important questions. There's a lot beautiful thing. There's a lot of beautiful things that are going to happen for you. There's a lot of beautiful things that's going to happen to you. If you're waiting for the person of your life, just keep waiting. It's come and pray. Stay aligned with who you are. Get better at who you are. Work on fine-tuning your purpose. Work on you. Because once you start working on you, eventually the person that's for you is going to come. I believe that. If that's what you desire. I love you. I am so happy to be back. This was a very long episode. I'm going on 21 minutes. If you have any questions, comments, or you just need to talk, email me at crazyblackgirlpodcast at gmail.com. I will love to hear from you. Again, it's crazyblackgirlpodcast at gmail.com. I am waiting to hear from you. We have we are going to have some more conversations because I had to take a step back and really think about what direction I wanted to go with this podcast. And it says, keep on keeping on. Keep on doing what you're doing. And you got to keep on doing what you're doing. Okay, I got to go. I am in California. This time changes with my tail. I'm going to go to Walmart. I love you guys. I will talk to you again. See you next week on the Crazy Black Girl Podcast.